you're not ready for it, Kyle? Are you talking about this episode or 2022? A little bit of both? Okay. DarbyCast, Wild Card Friday. Boom, we are back. Took a little time off. Kyle needed some rest. Kyle, you need a little too much rest. Maybe you start doing a little bit more cardio. Get a little more energy, huh, pal? Listen, I know, cardio's not fun, man. But tell you what is fun, Kyle, it's uh, sports. That's how you get your cardio. Get together with the bros. Do some damage. And yes, that disqualifies your co-ed kickball league, Kyle. My goodness. That's not exercise. Come on, that's flirting. We know it's true. But it's DarbyCast. It's Wildcard Friday. We're back after a bit of a hiatus. And I'm not going to apologize for that because sometimes it's nice to recharge. And I also want to just say thanks for affording Kyle and myself that sort of opportunity. You know, there's quite a bit going on in the world. Lots of ups, downs, sideways, half-truths, lies going on. Hopefully you've had a relaxing couple holidays where you got to decompress and not have to sit around with friends and family and listen to them spout media talking points at you and demand that you validate their warped sense of reality that teeters on insanity. If you did, hey, you made it through. If you're listening to this, right? Bravo. Bravo to that. Kyle, I know you had a bit of an experience with that. Christmas dinner with masks. Yeah. Listen, I don't know your family, so I can't really comment on a whole lot there on a personal level, but conceptually, pretty disappointing, right? Oh, I get it, Kyle. I get it. I went to a Christmas Eve service at a church, obviously, and everybody there was wearing masks. And I was kind of looking around and I was like, whoa, I have been so removed from this reality. Thank heaven. I forgot what it was like. And what a tone deaf sermon that was. My goodness. Guy gets up there and just discos on the theme of joy as people with crushed spirits wearing cloth coverings over their faces, not singing Christmas carols, because those were apparently the rules. He was talking about how Christmas is about joy to seats full of people who were kind of at the end of their rope. They were not feeling it. And they had every right to not be feeling it. And I felt compelled. I really wanted to stand up and say, I'm going to be taking over uh, the Christmas service from here, sir. I'll read a couple passages from the book of Luke. This is a can't-miss sermon. Somehow you've managed to fumble on a Christmas service? Why are you a pastor? What are you doing? He couldn't read the room, and so I just wanted to stand up and say, listen here, everyone, remove your masks. Start giving everyone around you mustache high-fives, which looks a lot like a kiss. I think that is something we're celebrating. Was that going down? 
No, sir. No, sir. Very disappointing. And at this point, I don't even get upset at the people wearing the masks. I really don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I look at them and my heart breaks. I'm like, geez, it's troubling that this is still a program that you find compelling. You have really not sought out other sources of information that would key you into the fact that a lot of what you've been doing is more of like communist humiliation tactics than medical guidelines. They just kind of want you to go around feeling like a dope. But some people have taken it to heart and made it their entire identity. There's a guy out there named Chester. You know there is. He's decorating his own masks. That was his gift to the family over the holidays. I put rhinestones all over it. See, it spells out the word Fauci. Yeah. If you have a Chester in your family, maybe a a friend named Chester, boy, do I feel terrible for you. Guys named Chester, if they had the balls to go to church on Christmas, they were all masking up with their rhinestone Fauci masks, whether they were asked to or not. Most sensible churches allowed, and I'll say it, even encouraged Christmas caroling to bring cheer and joy to the world. You see what I did there? That's what it's all about. Chester's not having it. Okay? A lot of people aren't ready to go back to normal, right? I've been living in that space of normalcy pretty much the entire time. Don't get me wrong. In the beginning, like, uh, what, January of 2020? That's when I actually contracted something. It was a nasty bug, tell you that much. I knew something was a foul. And thank heavens that Kyle goes to sketchy websites and he said, something's not right in China. I said, well, Kyle, that's obvious. And he said, no, specifically in the world of disease. And I said, pray tell, Kyle. And so we stocked up on supplies at the time. We did. I did. Kyle, you bought like, what, 10 cans of Pringles? That was it? Listen, I love Pringles, but like pretty sloppy, right, pal? But within a couple weeks, months, it became pretty obvious that things weren't on the level and that the media hyper-reality that has been blanketed over the population was not woven with truth. Lot of fuckery involved. And it's almost impressive, right? The people who are still like hanging in there and listening to the new rules and getting rattled over the new scare tactics. Watch out, it's Omicron. Oh, shit, said Chester loudly to his cat, Beetlejuice. That's what's going down, right? In Chester's world. Are there people that are hoping for more lockdowns? Are there people who are rooting for the remaining small businesses to be crushed because they don't demand that their employees get some kind of experimental medicine? There are, and they're named Chester and other stuff, but like a lot of Chesters. 
I'd love to issue a nice little 2022 challenge. Not really to you, the listener, but like somebody who's aligned with the establishment, even though they would die on the hill that they're a revolutionary anti-establishment style person. All their views match media, universities, major corporations, but they're like really, you know, they're for the people, right? I would love to issue these people a challenge and be like, try to operate like that international sex symbol, Anthony Fauci, never existed. Fauci is a big part of this for some people. And I'm pretty sure in like March of 2020, I was calling it and I was like, this guy sucks. This guy's a piece of garbage. And he's all over the place. But he kept getting put on the covers of magazines and hailed as a hero by mainstream outlets. And then before long, Fauci became this larger than life, really more a myth than a man, saying this is the sexiest senior citizen right after Joe Biden, obviously, that exists and maybe ever will. And don't get me wrong, Joe Biden, hot dude, right? And he doesn't flaunt it, but you know he's got an eight pack, right? So shredded, so carved, but like humble about it. You don't see that. These days, you don't. But can you imagine taking Chester and pissing all over his mask, metaphorically at least, and saying, I dare you, Chester, you stupid son of a bitch. Go out and operate as if everything that the gray-haired goblin slash Adonis Anthony Fauci has ever said, imagine if it just didn't exist. What would that look like? People are really struggling to get back to basics. Go to a farmer's market, pick up a radish, but definitely not buy it because it's like, what's the point? I don't know any recipes that integrate radishes. And if I did, I certainly wouldn't cook them. Pick up a turnip, put it close to your ear and say, no, that's, that's no good. That's not, that ain't right. Still needs a couple days, right? Too soon. That's key. People know that you know what's really going on when you can expertly handle produce at an open-air farmer's market. Ask for a couple samples from some vendors. Say you're impressed by their product. And maybe you buy it, maybe you don't. Right? People on the left love farmer's markets, I'll tell you that much. But crime is still probably a big issue in a lot of places. You imagine it's like going to a farmer's market and trying to get some locally sourced honey and then you just get stabbed. And when I say you, I obviously mean Chester. Just gets a couple of, uh, you know, a a knifing. Kyle, what else has been going on since we've been uh, on sabbatical? War with Ukraine? What's the point? What are our interests in Ukraine? I heard somebody say that territorial integrity in Ukraine was important. And it just kind of gave me pause because I was like, I heard you say different things about our uh, United States borders. 
dipshit. Like we care about the borders of Ukraine, but we're cool letting uh, people in from anywhere down south. We're a nation of immigrants, yelled Chester. It's like, you know what, Chester? I don't think that's what was like really, uh, you're taking it a little too far, right? It used to be pretty tough to come to the States, didn't it? You had to leave a lot behind. There was no turning back. But now, you just get an express trip to TJ from anywhere on maybe like Ryanair or Qantas. I've never flown Qantas. But I kind of feel like they're a big part of this. It just sounds right. Very corrupt sounding. Qantas Airlines. Hey, you just show up and you're in. Kyle, what else has been going on? Crypto. I don't know enough about it. I've been thinking about learning about it. I really have. But it seems like a get-rich-quick money siphon. That's just my sense. I might be wrong on that one. And this might be a topic for an Economics Wednesday. After all, we're back. And I haven't said this to the new listeners of the show yet, but if you're new, leave. Just get out. It's This show's too sweet to handle for a lot of people. And if you can self-assess for a second and be like, I am not okay with stuff that's rock solid, then you just kind of show yourself out, right? But if you know what a kettlebell is and you own at least one book, maybe you stick around. Maybe you see what this is all about. Maybe you go back in the catalog and you start listening to episodes. Then maybe your heart swells, not in a myocarditis-style way, which is a side effect of a certain... (whistles) But your heart swells. All of a sudden... You get a new lease on justice. Oh, yeah, it's a lease on life. And then some. And you know what? It's not a lease. You own it. You own it. Bought and paid for. You start listening to the Darby cast on a regular basis. Talk about reclaiming a little something for yourself. And it's called courage. It's called good times. It's called laughter. And the Darby cast in 2022... I think we're going to change a couple things up. There might be some premium services. There might be more merch. There's a lot of sweet merch that's live now. And I'm not going to lie. I wear it and so does Kyle. And we've been getting a lot of compliments, Kyle. You especially. I've been a little bit envious of you. And that's me getting vulnerable. For the new listeners, that's something you can look forward to as well guy who's willing to get vulnerable, get honest with you, tell you what's really going on. Somebody who's going to say light mayo is not okay. Somebody who's going to tell you that Billy Mays was a great salesperson and people don't talk about him enough anymore. Okay. Somebody who's going to Tell you that the isn't preventing people from contracting the 
and therefore these passports are insane and useless, functionally meaningless. Somebody who's going to tell you Fauci's not quite as sexy as everybody thinks he is. Somebody who's going to tell you lesbian couples account for the highest rate of domestic violence of any uh, gender and preference configuration. Oh, yeah, that's right. Lesbians just throwing down, beating each other's asses. You're not going to hear that on a whole lot of other podcasts, okay? But it's true. Kyle, you told me about that. What websites are you going to? You know what? Don't tell me. I like when you drop the fun facts, and I like that they're coming from you, okay? On this podcast in 2022, you can look forward to controversial opinions like criminal justice is important. Chicks can sometimes create problems. They are not entirely blameless. They aren't saying that anywhere else. In fact, they're saying the exact opposite. What else can you look forward to? Obscure references from the 1980s and 1990s. Who's the boss with Tony Danza? What else can you look forward to? Oh, I can keep going. Ripping on guys named Chester. Or Keith, or Shiloh, or Darren. Did you hear those names and did you cringe? Did you get the chills in a really negative way? I did. If that happened to you, you are in the right place. Do you want to know what's going on with time travel to interesting historical moments with key associates? Oh, you're getting that here. Those are some of my favorite episodes. Kyle, you enjoy them as well? No surprises there. If you haven't gone back and listened to 62, Napalm and Gatorade, if you haven't listened to 92, Don't Mess with China, or 96, I believe, Silver Bullets, Kyle, am I getting all these episode numbers correctly off the top of my head? I better be. This is a year that I want to be dialed in and lucid. Let's start doing brain teasers, Kyle. Let's. Do you want to play chess after this? Let me rephrase that. Kyle, I challenge you to a game of chess after this. I will not take no for an answer. But time travel episodes. We've had a lot of important ones thus far. What about the one about Tom Brady and Fauci and the Minotaur? What episode number was that, Kyle? It was only a a couple ones ago. We'll figure it out. Okay. Other things to look forward to about this podcast in a general sense, or maybe a specific sense, depending on your perspective. Key inventions, past, present, and future. Business ideas, the likes of which... Maybe you've never considered. That's what Economics Wednesday is all about. And I know you've been missing that. Because in this crazy world, addled with get-rich-quick schemes in the world of crypto and NFTs. Oh, we'll make some NFTs. 
we'll hop on the trend. Kyle, you've already minted some NFTs specifically for this show and the book series. Yeah, 2022, let's talk about the book series. You can look forward to Derbyshire 3, the third installment of the Derbyshire series. And it's going to be the best one yet. First two, incredible. Third, phenomenal. Fourth, breathtaking. Okay, fourth one's already in the works. The Darby cast, I'll have you know, started out as a cross-promotional venture to elevate the book series. But then the podcast eclipsed the significance of the books. But believe you me, believe me this, the books are tight. And if you don't have enough books, which few people actually do have enough books, right? It's a very elite group. Maybe you add a couple to the collection this year. I don't know. Does that sound like the worst idea? Add a couple books from your favorite podcast. Maybe you sip a little coffee out of a mug from your favorite podcast. Are you ready? If you're new, all the veterans, this is just wetting their appetite and saying, hell yes. We're back, baby. Let's go. Let's do damage to lies and dipshittery. We got to rally up because chances are Chester is going to be out in full force in 2022. What else can you look forward to on the Darby cast? Darby cast doctors and new people alike. Some more German folklore of the 1800s. Compelling stories. Deep layers of meaning. What was that, episode 30 when we first did that, Kyle? Entitled The Miller's Hot Daughter? When we talked about Rumpelstiltskin? Pretty good. And I'm being really modest when I say pretty good, right? Maybe we key back in on Lenny Kravitz. It's been so long since we talked about Lenny. Was that episode 35, Fly Away? Trying to remember all these, Kyle. Trying. 27, kneeling. I was littered with business ideas. Just remembering so many good times that we've shared so far. But the best is yet to come, and I earnestly mean it. This is going to be a year. It's going to be a year and a half packed into a year. So kind of a, a figure of speech. We're going to get Illuminati Mike back on the podcast. And he's been up to some big stuff. Tell you what, Illuminati Mike, hero. And if you haven't heard the Illuminati Mike series, might want to put that on your to-do list at or near the top. And if you don't have a to-do list, that's also another thing to do. But Illuminati Mike, great guy, big heart, mighty spirit, huge biceps, a lot of knowledge. He stepped into the world of TikTok. And that was so brave. Because he's 60, okay? That should tell you a lot about how radical, how serious, and how dynamic a guy like Illuminati Mike is. He is spreading good vibes and truth, much like we're doing here. Much like we're doing here. It's a big part of the mission. 
What am I looking forward to in your year? Whew, that just took a turn, didn't it? But kind of a welcome one. I'm looking forward to new friendships for you. I'm looking forward to serious, heartfelt connections in conversation. I'm looking for you to rekindle a relationship that struggled this past year, or maybe for the past couple years. What else do I want for you? I want you to get better abs than Joe Biden. Hey, it's a high bar, right? But I think you got it in you. I want you to look at Fauci and say, now that I think about it, you're actually pretty disgusting looking. What else do I see uh, happening for you? Harnessing your creative juices, wrangling them, taming them, and putting them to work like a majestic stallion out on a bluff at sunset. You set your eyes on your creative impulses and you say, you're beautiful and I want you to have a good time, but I also, I'm here to, uh, to ride into the sunset, do things right. Is that an inappropriate thing to say to a majestic beast at sunset? I don't know, you tell me. This is going to be a year of tremendous optimism in the face of adversity. If my hunch is correct, and my hunches usually are, nonsense will be ramped up. There will be new stuff that comes out that emotionally deregulates quite a few people. More people than just Chester. But what am I looking forward to? Heroes like you. Stepping up. Standing tall. Great posture. And saying, we got this. We have totally got this. Whether you believe that or not, you still stand up tall and you say it. That's leadership. Okay, a little master class just happened in like the past 15 seconds. There's so much good stuff packed into this episode. It's almost nauseating, right? You're listening to this and you're like, should I go barf somewhere? This is like a lot to take in and I feel overwhelmed with joy, right? This is the Christmas sermon that needed to be delivered, right? Let's bring it all the way back. If you want to talk about joy, talk about the Darby cast, you talk about this episode, you talk about looking forward to the future, you say mask off, fuck you Fauci, you say Biden, I see your ab routine and I raise you. I'm going to plank longer than you've ever dreamed of. You bastard. Where's that been? You want to talk about joy? You want to talk about hope? You want to talk about spirit of Christmas? And you're going to tell me what I just said is unrelated? No. Wrong. 100% wrong. I've got another important thing that I want to tell you that this is going to be your year to pull off. You're going to give a high-impact hug to a stranger that lasts longer than four seconds. They're going to want to pull away, but you're going to live in that moment with them. Now, why do I say this? Because it's happened to me. And if you're listening to the Darby cast, I know that you're like me and that you have a sixth sense that is not the Haley Joel Osment, uh, Bruce Willis variety. It's not some creepy ghost perception. It's love and it's 
looking at somebody and it's asking them that small disarming question and saying, hey, what's up? And then you just give them permission to feel and then they get misty eyed and then you say, come here, come on, one time. And then you wrap them up with a sturdy hug. Don't crush them, okay? Let them know you're there. No bullshit pat on the back. Hold them close. And if they have to cry, you let them. And you say, I know. I know. Now, have you heard about the Darby cast? That's what you say next. And you share it with them. You give them a QR code or something. Maybe they see the QR code on the shirt that you're wearing. They cry on the QR code. You wipe it off. You say, I think it'll still scan. Just go ahead. That's how we build a community here. 2022 is going to look a lot like that, where we take more steps. When I say we, I obviously mean Kyle. Kyle, we need more community building stuff, also revenue generating. Kyle, we want to be able to do this for the long haul. You understand that, right? Monetization. People are willing to support things that they enjoy and believe in. And I don't think I'm overstepping when I say that the Darby cast is such a thing for quite a few people. Okay. So Kyle, maybe you tone down going to the sketchy websites a couple hours a day. You're on there all the time, man, which I listen, I appreciate it. But maybe we work on building this more as like a business, right? I think we're moving out of hobby territory, Kyle. We generated enough income last year for you to buy a surfboard and, well, quite a few cheeseburgers. But maybe we build this to a level, Kyle, where you could have a family. What about that? I'm planting that seed right now, Kyle. And I want to plant it for you as well. The listener, the DarbyCast doctors, let me plant a seed of hope in your heart. Let it blossom. Let it grow. Maybe you find a mentor this year. Maybe a mentor finds you. Maybe you're the mentor. Maybe your mentee seeks you out. This is a year of a lot of good vibes. If you get caught up in Chester's Nightmare.com, you checked. 100% eject. And don't do it like the Top Gun goose way. Reengage with the planet and real people in your vicinity. What else is going to happen for you this year? Bet you're wondering. Maybe some of you are wondering, how do you know all this? You powerful sage. And that's not something I've ever been willing to answer, and I'm still not, so just table it, huh? You're going to develop a new skill, a powerful skill, and I'm not taking fencing off the table. Is it guaranteed that you're going to pick up fencing? No, it's not. But there is a percentage that is above zero that you might. So you got that going for you. What else is going down for you? You're going to cut out one bad habit. Just one. That's it. Only one. Whatever that is. Your mind probably jumped there right now. Said, oh, that's the thing. Been watching a little too much. 
Top Gear. I've been watching little too much Busty Latinas or whatever you're into. It's Kyle's thing. Kyle, Busty Latinas. You still into that? Were you molested by your housekeeper at one point, Kyle? That's how some of these sick fantasies come to be. Rooted in real life. Very twisted. We can discuss that while we're playing chess after the show. What else is going down this year? You're going to stand firm in your beliefs. And bullying and coercion and hysterical wailing will not sway you. If it hasn't so far, I don't think it's going to start now, but just remember that. Stick to your guns, both literally and metaphorically. If you don't own any firearms, maybe you look into it. Maybe you do. Maybe you look into trucks and firearms. Remy and a Hemi, right? Remington shotgun, Dodge Ram with a Hemi. Remy and a Hemi dot com. Kyle, buy the website immediately. It rhymes. Really important. But that's all I've got for you right now. This is a Darby cast. This is Wild Card Friday. And we've got a lot to look forward to. And I'm glad to be back. Kyle, I will have you know, I got second place in a couple elementary school chess tournaments battling against autistic kids. What I'm trying to say is this chess match might be a little tricky for you. Darby Cast, Wild Card Friday.